everybody, it's time for Ghosts and Friend Dogs! Friend Dogs in the morning. In the morning! Live, 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 live. Before our recording studio audience. Recording. Wake your ass up, it's the next friend in the morning. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the spookiest episode of the year. It's time for the Halloween spooktacular that probably won't be uplated. Uplated. Uplated, that's accurate. Until the 1st of November. That's what we're all about, uplated. Uplated. Up. Um, we've done the impossible. We've done the impossible. This is the Rando reason it's I, not up on time. Yeah, we had to make sure that we really spooked you guys yep. by doing a very scary thing. Mm-hmm. And that is eating a McRib. Yep. Why? We both, we both went out and bought a McRib, so they're nice and hot. <laughs> yep. As hot as it can get. Uh-huh. I smell the barbecue sauce. I smell it, too. You know how when you're... Like, when you smell something, you're like, mmm, that's intoxicating. Yeah. This is just, mmm, that's intoxic. <laughs> it really, it's an overwhelming smell. It's sort of like your nostrils are not prepared for the tanginess yeah. of a smell. It smells a lot like pickles. Here's the thing, though. While I was there, I saw they had something else, and I got it, too. What? Because there's no way I'm going to eat all this McRib. Yeah. Uh, a jalapeno burger. Oh, yeah, I've had that. I, I haven't. I haven't <laughs> been to McDonald's in literally, I don't even know how long. I couldn't even tell you the last time I was at a McDonald's. <laughs> You're missing out. Apparently. Are you eating it already? I'm eating fries. Oh, I didn't get fries. I, oh. I, I unlike you, want to live another day. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, have water. I'm ready to go. They're pretty mediocre fries. I'm not even going to eat a lot of them. All right. All right. All right. So the McRib comes in this. This is, this is very scary, guys. Yes. One day, a young girl walked into a room and saw a McRib. Bum, bum, bum. Um, so the McRib comes in what you would think is a normal little box. Mm-hmm. And uh, when you, you open it. you get the same one that says McRib Tangy Temptation? Uh, it, yeah, and then on the side it says your old friend is back. Yep. <laughs> it's the telltale sign of that tangy barbecue sauce that's left its mark on your lips. <laughs> the fact that it, the tender boneless pork is smothered in it means there's no way of getting away from this love affair. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it says. That's what it says. Um, so, yeah, I open this up, and inside yeah. is a piece of bread, two, pe- uh, two pieces of bread yep. with whatever the hell meat that is in the middle. Yes. Pickles and onion and barbecue sauce, right? Mm-hmm. Except the barbecue sauce is literally all over the place. Mm-hmm. It is an impossible task to eat this sandwich because there's barbecue sauce everywhere. And it's, well, there's onions and t- pickles too. I have two pickles and then some spreaded onions. Here's the best part the sandwich is placed half on my bun, half off. So that would explain <laughs> why the box itself is covered in barbecue sauce because the bun. Completely devoid of barbecue sauce. The <laughs> bun is just sitting here, and the barbecue sauce is everywhere else. Great. Is your bun mm. toasted? My bun uh, doesn't appear to be toasted. Mine feels a bit toasted. Well, that's probably because it was under a heat lamp for about an hour. <laughs> probably. I like that. Mm. I like that unintentional feature. All right. Well, we have to try this. Okay. All right. Here we go. All right. 
This is it. I'm going to count it down. It's so gross. (laughs) It's jiggling in my hand. Come on. No meat should jiggle. I'm going to count it down. Golly. Five. This doesn't even look, this doesn't even look, Crendor. No. Mm Got to do it. (laughs) Got to do it. Five, four, three, two, one. Mm. I don't. Mm. <laughs> I'm not sure what my reaction to that is. It's definitely, definitely. Mm-hmm. All you taste is barbecue. Yes. Like there is no other. There is no meat flavor in there. No. I don't mm. taste meat. Yeah, I don't. I don't taste even a lot take fa- I don't even taste fake pork. I taste barbecue over a layer of what? I mean. Mm. I'm, are you still eating that thing? I, I really. Know, uh, you I love can, it, don't you? You I love. Can, <laughs> it has a very yoga mat texture, like we once talked about. Mm-hmm. But barbecue sauce really covers really, all that. Yeah, it covers it literally. That tangy barbecue sauce flavor that we were talking about that permeates everything about the sandwich definitely covers up the fact that it is an awful sandwich. Yeah, but mm-hmm. I like that barbecue sauce. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't do that. <laughs> oh, I've taken like two bites and I'm already like, mm. yeah, at least uh, halfway. What if I try this jalapeno burger instead? All right, you can try it. Cause it's it. You know, you can't screw that up, can they? I don't think so. All right. Well, I opened it, and it literally. Is <laughs> 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 How is this food? All right. <laughs> The burger itself is, it looks like a dried lump of coal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the cheese is two white slices of what I assume is pepper jack, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's jalapenos with what looks like a cream sauce on top of it. Mm. Well, I don't want cream sauce on it. I want a hot burger, not a creamy burger. Well, maybe it's jalapeno mm. cream. It definitely is something. All right, let's take a bite. Oh, yeah. you gotta stop eating that thing. You're gonna die. Okay. People, people travel the world for these things. Okay. Woo! It's not shit. Okay. It isn't as awful as McRib, but it's still quite bad. Okay. It's you know it's the hamburger patties. You know what this reminds me of. Have you seen? <laughs> have you seen that advertisement with Grant Imahara from um, uh, MythBusters eating McDonald's? No. There's a whole website where it's him like, I'm going to go investigate like Mythbuster style McDonald's. Totally mm-hmm. paid for by McDonald's. <laughs> At the end, he's like, okay, so what you're saying is this is real meat. special, And this is, all these are real ingredients. And he takes a bite of a Big Mac and he's like, mm, that is so good. <laughs> I was like, well, no one has ever said that, Granny Mahara. <laughs> no one has ever said that. Well, Granny Mahara got to eat. We get it. But no one's ever said that. He's not like, spending oh. his money he got from that deal on McDonald's. I'll tell you that much. Why is there lettuce in this? Well, here's what it says on the website. Jalapeno double. Two mouth-watering, 100% beef patties topped here's with the thing. crispy... There's what? lettuce in this sandwich, yet I did not ask for lettuce. But here's the thing. It's not like they put lettuce in there on purpose. It's like there's three strands of lettuce. <laughs> like, lettuce just crawled into this sandwich. I mean, it doesn't say it includes lettuce either. I'm sure it doesn't include lettuce. I'm just <laughs> saying to you that lettuce showed up in this sandwich... And I don't know why or how. It just appeared. Mm. I yeah. mean, it's Halloween. I made it, I, I made it about halfway through that sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> it I says it's got 
crispy and sliced jalapenos, white cheddar gooey goodness, and our classic ranch sauce. No, it doesn't have... I don't know what crispy jalapenos are, but I don't got them. Really? It has 12,000 normal jalapenos on it. <laughs> I mean, the one I got I mean, had I mean the, crispy. I, I don't have crispy. I'm eating the jalapenos, though. Those are good. Hmm. Jalapenos, delicious. Jalapenos on whatever this meat is, not so delicious. Put them on the McRib. Oh. Oh. <laughs> May have just, invented something new. He just blew my mind. We got we. You know how there's the McGangbang. Mm-hmm. We have oh, to. Man. This is this is gonna be called the McCox and Crendor. Oh man. The yep. the jalapeno mm -mm. double. What? Oh no! I'm taking the jalapenos back off. What? We're making this McCox and Crendor. Sorry. So if you don't know what McGangbang is, McGangbang is when a bunch of drunk idiots took a <laughs> uh, double cheeseburger and then put a chicken sandwich inside of it. Mm-hmm. This. I'm taking a McRib and putting a <laughs> jalapeno <laughs> hamburger inside the McRib. Mm -hmm. Do what? It just—it's happening right now. It's got to happen. This is—it's happening right now. Oh my god, this thing is so big. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I can't. Even. <laughs> Where's my phone? <laughs> <laughs> Take a picture. I am. That's got to be the cover thing. <laughs> Taking a picture is so ridiculous. It's so disgusting. Ah, fuck, it just fell out of the thing. <laughs> it just fell out. Ew, gross. Well. <laughs> All right. Put it back. Put it back together. I'm. My hands are covered in barbecue sauce now, Crazy It almost fell on my floor. That's what it's all about. <laughs> That's not what it's all about. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, gross. This is disgusting. Hmm. All right. We need the McCox and Crendor. Yeah. A photo of the McCox and Crendor. That is disgusting. Ask for it at your local McDonald's. If they won't make it, just order both of them and make it yourself and then take a picture. Send it to us. The McCox and can I, can I do a selfie with it? Yeah, do a selfie with it. Yeah, no, that's horrifying. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Here we go. I am going to attempt to eat this. Okay. That photo shows you how disgusting this is. The problem is one is long and one is circle, and so you have to eat to get to the part that is both. No, yeah, that's a good, that's a good <sighs> logical. No, that's not. <laughs> oh. Oh. Crendor. Okay. You're going to have to take a shower after this. I don't. Mm-hmm. It's not pleasant. <laughs> All right, here we go. Here, here we, we go. go. First official bite of a McGing. Uh, what is this? A McCox and Crendor. McCox and Crendor. Okay, here we go. Three, two. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing. Mm -hmm. That barbecue sauce is so overtly tangy mm -hmm. that I can't even taste the jalapenos or the other meat or the cheese. Whoa. Just barbecue sauce. Whoa. But I mean... Does it give it an after kick? No. All you can taste is still that barbecue sauce. There's no new flavor. There's no new flavor profile on this. To be every chef on TV, that it's lacking a flavor profile. It's literally just you bite in and you get barbecue sauce, and that's what you get. That's <laughs> what so we're all about. We're all about that barbecue sauce. It is so disgusting looking. <laughs> Have you, I imagine you've eaten your McRib already. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
I have. <laughs> I oh, still have three fourths of McRib and other sandwich left. <laughs> but it's like people track these down. Yeah, I, those people are just idiots. <laughs> I could go to any barbecue place in the city and get better barbecue than this. I mean, you could. But I not could McDonald's too. barbecue. You could even go to the store and just make your own. Oh, really? true. Oh, Grundle, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> can't do it. You uh, feel uh, your arteries clogging? Oh. Uh, oh. Uh. <laughs> All right, one more bite of the Mc, of the McCox and Crendor, and then, more bite. Then, I'm, then, I'm, then I'm throwing this away. Yeah, all right. All right. Hoo la la Here we go. Three, two, one. Cox and Crendor! Yeah, no, fuck that shit. <laughs> yep. Oh, man. However, mm-hmm. if you want to go out and get a McCox and Crendor, yes. send us your pictures. Send us your pictures. Get both of them. Put them uh, together. Put them together. And you're going to take a picture and send it to us. And we'll retweet it and favorite it and all that stuff. Oh, that is, I'm going to put that back in this little box. I just drank like half a thing of water. <laughs> it's not going to be enough. going to put it back in its little wrapper here. Yep. And get rid of it. <laughs> I ate about uh, seven fries. Yeah, now this entire room's going to stink of, of that McDonald's stink. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Your old friend is back. <laughs> <laughs> That's all that matters. That's true. The best part is is this. Oh, the the bag has McRib stuff on it. Oh, what? It's time for my love affair with the McRib. is starting all over again. It's time for my McRib love. Wait, what is this? It's oh. time for my McRib love affair. It's it, This isn't even a real sentence. It's time <laughs> for my McRib love affair. With to start all over again, <laughs> McRib is back for a limited time. Tender, boneless, real pork smothered in delicious taste. There's nothing real about this pork. It really isn't. It's there's not. nothing. I've never tasted pork that tasted like that. It is There's nothing real about that meat. I no. don't even. Really? You know what I would like? I would like to go there and get a McChicken and just have them dip it in the McRib barbecue sauce. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> Can't do that. They will not let that happen. Um, what if they just put it on the McChicken? Um, can I can I let you in on a secret? All right. If I remember correctly, and this is when from I was a kid, for for a brief short period of time when I was a kid, I worked at McDonald's. That's how I know that their fries are dipped in are coated in sugar before they're sent to the stores. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that's why your kids love them. <laughs> but uh, one of the things I do remember is when McRib was there, and mind you, this was in the '90s. McRib yeah. has been around that long. The McRib. Was cooked in the sauce, and you'd pull it out with, like, tongs. Oh, so they, like, boil it in the sauce? Or it was cooked before and then put in the sauce. But whatever the case may be, it's in the sauce when they get it for you. And so they pull it out of the sauce and then put it on the meat. Oh. So you can't dip anything in it. That's cross-contamination. Although it's McDonald's, I don't know that they care about that. <laughs> but No, but they uh, got to have, like, a ladle. They just drizzle it on the McChicken. I guess that's true. There's probably some guys like, I can't have more of that sauce. I just want some more of that sauce. It really is not sitting well with me, that me. You realize when you give up like fast food and then you go back to yeah. it, you realize like how awful it truly is. You really do. Just the worst. It's like when you eat real food, it tastes like real food. But when you eat fast food, it kind of tastes like... Uh uh-huh. Kind of tastes like a chemical flavored oh, m- nah. monster. That is perfect for Halloween. 
But exactly. Chemical but flavored monsters. Those chemicals and flavors are are created just for you to like it. So you can have your love affair <laughs> with to start all over again. Just picture some guy I'm like, oh yeah, I've been waiting for this. He just pulls it out and starts making out with the McRib, like, oh yeah. That's the only way you can eat that thing. <laughs> so drippy and nasty. You just oh, gotta McRib. be like, oh, yeah. oh McRib, he's so drippy and nasty. Oh, McRib, I just wanna eat you. <laughs> I just wanna eat you, McRib, because you got some of that barbecue sauce. <laughs> I'm just gonna eat up that barbecue sauce. I'm gonna do it. I can't wait to get that McRib. It's gonna go on Dr. Phil, and his wife's gonna be like, My husband had a love affair with a McRib. And he's the guy like, comes oh. out. And he, the guy rolls out. And he's like, oh, this, I'm so bad, so I just want to rub McRib all over me. Oh, she's like, why do you love the McRib and not me? Oh, it's so drippy and nasty. <laughs> only, only one of you is drippy and nasty. <laughs> Fifty Shades of McRib. Fifty Shades of McRib. <laughs> so yeah, I we I really want to see pictures of the McCox and Crendor. I do too. I want to see that so badly. People are gonna do it. I know they will. I trust you. I trust yeah. you, fans. To and do if you this. don't, if you don't, if you don't have the McDouble, whatever it is, with jalapenos, go out and buy McDouble, then go buy jalapenos and put it on it. <laughs> yeah. Simulate it. It's really the same thing. Well, it's pretty much the same thing. Yeah. It's actually, probably better for you because those jalapenos are actually fresh jalapenos and not whatever the hell was on the sandwich. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. I'm out of water now, and all I can taste is tangy barbecue. It's gonna stay with you for days. I imagine it will. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the McRib. Man, it that's was like, the McRib. We talked about that like two years ago. Uh-huh. And, and now, now it's full circle. It's full circle. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's how uh, you know. That's how you know we're back, baby. That's how you know we're back. We're baby back. Up. McRib. Oh, no. Let's go. Chopping Copper 7 in the sky with Grendor. Grendor, how's that traffic out there? Uh, I can't really, uh, tell you, cause I ate a couple McRibs, and now I'm just, oh man, I shouldn't have done that. All I know is that, uh, Chad Cunningham, he's down there, and he's just trying to get a McRib. I mean, good for him, but I'm, I gotta go throw up at the side of the window. Thanks, Crendor! Now let's go over to the weather desk. Crendor, how's that weather looking? Weather today, I mean, I tried to look up McRib last time, but there wasn't a place called McRib. What, what, about, what about what about Halloween? Oh, Halloween. Is there a Halloween town? There's a Hallow, there's a Hallow United Kingdom. That's fine. All right, let's head That's to Hallow UK. Uh, in the Hallow UK, it's 55 degrees right now, partly cloudy. Locations nearby are reporting rain. Oh. So if you're uh, going outside, make sure to wear a raincoat or bring an umbrella. That's true. By the time you hear this, though, it probably won't matter. So No, it will, because tomorrow is going to be partly cloudy with a chance of rain, 59 degrees. Then Sunday it's going to rain, Excellent. 57 degrees, and pretty much just on and off rain, 50s throughout the week. So there you go, hollow not UK. Bad. Not bad, UK. Yeah, not bad. Holler. Hollow holler. Holler, holler, UK. That's All right, what's horn. going on with sports? Uh, so I got the sports news. Uh, so tonight. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, who was that? <laughs> I got a, I got a, uh, no. I was trying to make a new intro for it. Who, who was that guy? <laughs> I wanted Crendor instead. I got like some weirdo. Like, sports news. I have sports news for y'all. Uh, mm-hmm. 
So the NBA started. Derrick yeah. Rose already hurt himself again. Uh, he sprained his ankle, so it's not good for him. Phoenix, Isaiah Thomas, and the Suns rose against the the Spurs. Are you just are you just reading a headline? Because I don't imagine that you would ever say Phoenix Suns <laughs> rose against the Spurs. Because yeah, if that's something you say, we need to have a talk. Because that is stupid. <laughs> that was a headline. As uh, well okay, as... good. I was about to say, that is the <laughs> I Whatever sports site you got that off of, you know there was a guy who was very proud of himself. NBA.com? He was like, <laughs> get it, LaSan? Rose? <laughs> oh, wow. I didn't even get that till now. <laughs> I hate you so much. It's like uh, I'm talking to a wall. <laughs> uh, and then Steve Ballmer, uh, he owns the Clippers now, and he was very excited. And I guess the Clippers won, and then his son stood up, and he was like, Wah! and he like shook his son, and his son was like, Wah! and now everybody's talking about it because his son like freaked out. But I mean, it's Steve Ballmer. If I mean, you don't like, know who Steve Ballmer he is, he's that like guy. That? He's that guy that worked at Microsoft. Here, here's the gif of it. There's a gif of him? Oh, I need to yeah. see this. I need to see this. And his son stands up. And he's, he's like, like yeah. woo! And his son's like, well, that was it. And he's like, <laughs> Yeah. His son looks like my, my cousin Jake is who he looks like, but with long hair. Oh, your cousin Jake. Maybe that is your cousin Jake from State Farm. Could be. Cousin Jake. Cousin Jake. I, I want to know what he thought was going on. If you watch this gif, he's basically like grabbing his son, and his son... I don't know that he knows what is going on. <laughs> like, I don't know that he understands what's happening. I don't think he does either. He's going to He's like, cool. oh, where am I? Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Like, you just well, want a basketball is, game. He's like, oh, I was asleep the entire time, Father. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, Father. I cannot wait to go count my stocks and portfolio. I'm going to be very rich when I'm older, Father. Once <laughs> you, you have died, I'll have all your money, and girls will pay attention to me. Like, look up Steve Ballmer. He's that guy who's like, we're selling Microsoft today. Oh, I'm aware who he is. <laughs> <laughs> so what is what is our big news story of the day? What is our, we have to do, oh, yeah. you've been saying we have a Halloween story. <laughs> yeah. What's the Halloween story? So the Halloween story is eight super weird things you didn't know about Halloween. Oh, by the way, did you see people sent us uh, drawings? I, I retweeted one of them of the of the different Halloween demons. Oh, yeah, I did see that. Yeah. That was pretty great. That was great. We received no nothing, though, about, like... Actual... Yeah, like, like real crazy all. Halloween things. Like, we got a few things, but that's, like, stuff we do here. I'm yeah. talking real crazy things. Yeah, like, I was hoping, like, at least some demons. At least, yeah. like, a... Like a ritual, like a apparently, Swedish ritual where you sacrifice uh, fish to the demon lord. Yeah, apparently none of our fans are into the dark arts. That's weird. <sighs> Yeah, Nerds. guys. I, you would figure they would. If we did have dark arts fans, they would have sacrificed a few kittens to get us fame and fortune. Yeah, you would yeah. think so. Yeah. I, don't uh, go sacrifice kittens, though, please. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. But uh, fish. If there are any Swedes, Swedes out there who want to sacrifice fish, by all means, they're less cute. So that's uh, <laughs> fine. Yeah, sacrifice a fish to your local, uh, your local demigod. Demon or demoness. Yeah, our demoness. So yeah, what is the what is give it give it give me the news? I, I the gave news? it a news. Number one, originally you had to dance for your treat. What? Most experts trace trick or treating to the European practice of mumming or guising, in which costume wearing participants would go door to door performing choreographed dances, songs, and plays in exchange for treats. 
according to Elizabeth Plex celebrating the family, the tradition cropped up in America where it would often take place on Thanksgiving. Can I just say... Yeah. I love the idea that in America we took the idea of trick or treating and dumbed it down to the most basic level of <laughs> give me candy. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you want me to dance for this? Give me the candy or I'll egg your house. <laughs> well, in some early versions of trick or treating, men paraded door to door and boys often followed, begging for coins. Most of these early trick or treaters were poor and actually needed the money, but wealthy children also joined in the fun. Door-to-door begging was mostly stopped in the 30s, but reemerged later in the century in the century to distract kids from pulling Halloween pranks. Oh, mm. interesting. Yeah. So it was created to keep kids out of trouble. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, it and then getting works. them all hepped up on sugar. That <laughs> works. Yeah, good work. Good work, guys. Uh, number two. Halloween is more Irish than St. Patrick's Day. What? Because Sam Hain? What? Oh, yeah. Halloween's origins come from this Celtic festival for the dead called Samhain. Celts yep. believed the ghosts of the dead roamed Earth on this holiday, so people would dress in costumes and leave treats out on their front doors to appease the roaming spirits. Granted, the Celts were not solely based in Ireland when these customs started taking shape around the first century BC. But as will be talked about more in later section, the Irish Celts were the ones who invented the jack-o'-lantern. That's because, I want to point out, America steals a ton from the Irish. <laughs> we love it. Actually, really? we, steal, we steal as much as we can from everywhere, yeah. but most of our holidays have a little Irish flair to them. Yeah, exactly. Think, yeah. yeah, Got a little bit of it. Got a little Especially Irish flair. the alcoholic part. Look, that's my favorite part. <laughs> that's, that's the part of my Irish heritage I love the most. <laughs> I mean, that's how, you, that's how they deal with going trick-or-treating. Yeah, have a beer, kid. <laughs> well, Thanks, like... mister. <laughs> my, my first beer. <laughs> Number three. Uh-huh. If you'd been around for the earliest Halloween celebrations, you might have worn animal skins and heads. According to I ancient... know some people who still do that now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, according to ancient Roman records, tribes located in today's Germany and France traditionally wore costumes, an... costumes of animal heads and skins to connect the spirits... To the to oh wait to connect to the spirits of the dead, yeah man. Whoa. Yep, uh, I'm all about that. On this day, merrymakers often dressed as evil spirits simply by blackening their faces. The leader of the Samhain parades wore a white sheet and carried a wooden horse head or a decorated horse skull. What? Young people also celebrated by cross dressing. What? Wait, what? Where is this at? What is going on? A decorated. So in these parades. Skull. Kids are cross-dressing, and a dude in blackface is leading everyone <laughs> in a white. Yep, that would in a white that sheet. Would, a white sheet. A dude in a blackface and a white sheet <laughs> is leading a parade of cross-dressing kids. That would not fly in America. Leave it to the Europeans. That's all I'm there's saying. No, there's nothing racist <laughs> about this. Uh, number four. Jack-o'-lanterns were once made out of turnips, beets, and potatoes, not pumpkins. Wait, what? The jack-o'-lantern comes from an old Irish tale about a man named Stingy Jack. According to folklore... (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. According to folklore, Stingy Jack was getting sloshed with the devil when Jack convinced his drinking partner to turn himself into a coin to pay for the drinks without spending money. 
Jack then put the devil, shaped like a coin, into his pocket, which also contained a silver cross that kept the devil from transforming back. Jack promised to free the devil as long as the devil wouldn't bother him for a year, and if he died, the devil would never claim his soul. Jack tricked the devil again later, getting him to pick a piece of fruit out of a tree and then carving a cross into the bark when the devil was in the branches. This trick bought Jack another ten years of devil-free living. I'm sorry, uh, what? What? Uh, when Jack finally died, God decided he wasn't fit for heaven, but the devil had promised never to claim his soul for hell, so Jack was sent off to roam the earth with only a burning coal for light. He put the coal into a turnip as a lantern, and Stingy Jack became Jack of the Lantern or Jack-o'-lantern. Based on this myth, the Irish carved scary faces into turnips, beets, and potatoes to scare away Stingy Jack or any other spirits. Is, that is the most Irish. An old Irishman named Stingy Jack. This is his drinking partner. Drink the, drink the devil, his drinking partner. And, and then he made him stay up in a tree for 10 years. Carved potatoes. <laughs> that is almost a stereotype. That's a lot of stereotypes. <laughs> Oh, uh, God. Okay, what is number five? Number five is Halloween used to be a great day to find your soulmate. In some parts of Ireland, people celebrated Halloween by playing romantic fortune-telling games, according to what? Nicholas Rogers. What? Can we do that? Ladies, <laughs> I want to do romantic fortune-telling games with you. Well, these games allegedly predicted who they'd marry and when, and since Halloween, like Valentine's Day, was one of the main celebrations of the year where young people could mingle with the opposite sex, it was also considered a good day to scope out a sweetheart. In America, young people, particularly girls, continued the old Irish tradition. Games like Bobbing for Apples tried to predict future romances, according to Oxford Encyclopedia of Food and Drink in America. If you, look, if you can dig your face into water and get an <laughs> apple, you can get a girl. <laughs> Exactly. Or I guess man. I guess I guess the case is man. Because the girls go. would be doing right. Yeah. Like, like ladies, <laughs> if you can get your mouth around a whole apple, <laughs> you can get a man. Is that what that was saying? I think that's what it's saying. I hope that's what it was saying. I guarantee I that feel the like guy we was just should... like, yeah, she can bob for my apples. <laughs> I got two apples for her mouth, if you know what I mean. Which which mean. no one did because they were like, dude, you should see a doctor about that. <laughs> that sounds like you have cancer. It sounds like you have a problem. <laughs> um, also, uh, ladies, I am more than willing to tell you your fortune. Here's your fortune if you're listening right now. Mm-hmm. You're going to meet me in a secluded area. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to get it on. Like Donkey Kong. Like Long John. Like Genghis Khan. Like... Billy Bone. I mean, like Jimmy, Jimmy John. <laughs> Jimmy, <don't> John. <laughs> Jimmy John. Jimmy <laughs> John. I don't know what's going on anymore. And if you get it on like Genghis Khan, you're gonna you're gonna die. Well, whatever. You gotta die something. <laughs> there you go. That's your yep, fortune. That's everyone. my fortune. That's your fortune, ladies. It's gonna be guys, Genghis Khan and Jimmy John. <laughs> guys, something about Jimmy John's for you. Yeah. Yeah. You get a free Jimmy John sub, courtesy of not us. <laughs> Me getting it on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, number six. In a few American towns, Halloween was originally referred to as Cabbage Night. <laughs> I give up. <laughs> this came. You know what? What? This came from a Scottish fortune telling game. 
where girls used cabbage stumps to predict information about their future husbands. In what early- is going on with <laughs> Halloween and girls trying to use predictions? <laughs> I don't know. Well, Especially cabbage stumps. <laughs> cabbage stumps. <laughs> there's what one thing of, there's just a bunch of girls around cabbage stumps like cabbage stump cabbage stump tell me who i will hump <laughs> and the other girls are like her cabbage fortune is billy from school and she's like oh gross and billy from school is just like oh, i don't know i was hoping we could date Ew, Billy! <laughs> but oh. the cabbage stump said so. <laughs> uh, uh, the anyway, stump. <laughs> it, this occurred in early Framingham, Massachusetts. Of course it did. Uh, teens skipped the fortune telling and simply went around throwing cabbage at their neighbors' houses. <laughs> <laughs> now that's the American way. Like, what are we gonna do with stupid cabbages? You know, there's, you know, that's Billy from school who was like, stupid cabbage, stupid just, Carol. She didn't like me. Chucking cabbages at Carol's house. You want cabbages, Carol? Here you go. <laughs> Carol, why did you just date the boy? He seems nice. Mommy's throwing cabbages at the house. I yes, mean... but his family can afford so many cabbages. <laughs> yeah. If you learn how to cook the cabbage, you'd be set for life. <laughs> know what they say. Feed a man a cabbage. Uh, he'll eat the cabbage. Teach a man how to cabbage. And he's got a new skill. Yep. How to cabbage. <laughs> It sounds like a really awful dance from the 60s. <laughs> Do the cabbage, cabbage, y'all. Teach me, teach me how to cabbage. <laughs> yep. Uh, also, in the late 19th century, America country boys reportedly rejoiced in throwing cabbage, corn, and assorted rotten vegetables. Yep, country boys. Yep. Number seven. Some animal shelters won't allow the adoption of black cats around Halloween for fear they'll be sacrificed. What? It's unclear whether black cats are actually sacrificed, but various animal shelters refuse to let people adopt these cats in the lead-up to the holiday. Linda Garibaldi, director of the Cat's Cradle in Morganton, North Carolina, told Aww. the Huffington Post that the shelter does not adopt out black cats during the month of October because of the superstition and concern that the wrong people might adopt them. So they're afraid people are going to sacrifice black cats? Yes. Is that really something we're afraid of? I... I mean, she is. <laughs> oh, God. I don't think there's many people that are going to sacrifice their cat, but I may just be optimistic. Not crazy. Yeah, you may not be crazy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and finally. Finally. S- number eight. Studies have shown that Halloween actually makes kids act more evil. As Go on. <laughs> As IO9 points out, putting some costume wearing kids really? into groups. Really? As IO9 points out? <laughs> IO9. As IO9 points that is the tip top of research study right there. Okay. <laughs> uh, putting costume wearing kids into groups and introducing a clear object of desire, such as candy, has been shown to lead to de individuation. 
This psychological term explains what happens when a group of maturing young minds begin to care less about the consequences of their individual actions, leading them to do things they might not do alone. One study in particular found that unsupervised costume children in groups were far more likely to steal candy and money than both non-costume kids and children not in a group. Another similar study found that math children were significantly more likely to make... Uh, to take more Halloween candy than they were supposed to if they believe there is no adult supervision. Yeah, no. So, nice study, IO9. You did it. <laughs> so, you're you saying that out. people in groups are more likely to do things. And people in groups who are in disguise are more likely to do <laughs> things without fear of getting caught. Wow. Wow. You figured that it out. That has never been <laughs> discovered. You figured it out. <laughs> Ever. You just. It, I, it almost makes me wonder how we let all those crimes where people dressed up in masks, how we let them get away with that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, every kid in a, goes trick-or-treating in a group is going to become a drug addict. Um, that's, I mean, that's what I am getting out of this. Yep. Drug, oh, man. All, all druggies. That you replace the candy with drugs. And you then the they costumes become... with with. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know. I was going to say prostitution. Ratted prostitution mm-hmm. i was gonna say tattered clothes that's the word i was looking for well tattered uh, clothes and prostitution <laughs> go hand in hand then they can't afford they can't afford the new clothes so they just wear the same they're on, the, they're on the streets doing tricks yeah. for five dollars a piece <laughs> yeah you, you start doing trick-or-treats trick now you're doing tricks yep <laughs> started trick-or-treating and now you're just tricking according to io9 and the only treats you give are ones in the bedroom Yep. You don't even make it to the bedroom. You're an alleyway whore because you went trick-or-treating. <laughs> As a kid in a group. As a kid in a group. They got you. They got you hooked. They got, they got you. you hooked on the sensation of stealing candy. First thing, Stranger. you're stealing candy. Next thing, you're licking up the McRib barbecue sauce off the side of the road. Oh, God, that's so good. I just want to give us some McRib barbecue sauce. <laughs> I just can't wait to get it. <laughs> Oh, yeah. All right, that's it. Thank you guys for listening. We will be back soonish. And as always, to be continued. Uh-huh. Uh-huh.